Crossing Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Matt. Here to give you all the best geek-related content you could ask for. And, oh my god, Kingdom Hearts 4, Matt. I can't believe it either. I mean, again, I'm in shock. Like, I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. They just confirmed Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts Quattro. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, however you say 4 in Italian. <laughs> In your language of choice. I should know this because I'm half Italian, but that's besides the point. (laughs) Oh my god, man. I don't know what to say. It seems like just yesterday we were talking about, um, oh, Swords and Smash Bros. This is so exciting for Kingdom Hearts. Well, we certainly got one up. This is very, very exciting for the future of Kingdom Hearts. A little bit of info before we elaborate. So just recently, Square Enix announced an event for Kingdom Hearts' 20th anniversary. And then people were a little bit skeptical on it because like, oh, is Square going to keep all this information secret or are they going to be real ones and reveal them to the public? And lo and behold, they did the latter. After revealing yeah. a, uh, what's it called? Kingdom Hearts Missing Link? Yeah, something like that. I did hear about that. They have Missing Link or something like that. Yeah, it's another Kingdom Hearts mobile game, which I'm not that thrilled about. I mean, it looks cool. It's definitely a step up from a freaking mobile game like Union Cross where you just swipe your fingers. <laughs> That's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about the real mean potatoes. Kingdom Hearts 4. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, how do I even get started <laughs> when talking about this? I mean, the only logical thing I could think of is breaking down the trailer scene by scene. Yeah, I guess we might as well start with that. Although I, w- I do want to note, this is the first Kingdom Hearts... This is the first time, excuse me, that we've had an announcement of a new Kingdom Hearts in the mainline, like, 1, 2, 3, 4 series. Like, the first numbered Kingdom Hearts game. Since 2013, when they revealed Kingdom Hearts 3. That's kind of nuts. That's almost 10 years. But we'll talk a little bit more about, like, oh, what, what we can expect, like, for the future uh, a little bit later. But right now, Eric, go right ahead and tell us about this teaser trailer. I, I, yeah, I guess because that's the best way to describe it, a teaser trailer. So the trailer starts off the beginning of what appears to be the new saga in the Kingdom Hearts series. The Lost Master Saga, or Ark, mm. or whatever same shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then we get narration about a strange city and it turns out to be quadratum which is where sora is said to be believed after the events of kingdom hearts 3 when he abused the power of waking mm-hmm. and then in terms of context well according to melody of memory quadratum is said to be a world outside of reality like a world of fiction air quotes our world which is reality or mm-hmm. in, in the trailer's context it's almost like another form of afterlife, like where your heart goes beyond light and darkness or whatever. And in a more aesthetic, like just looking at it visual, meaning this world looks a lot more like a regular modern day Japan. Yeah, Shibuya and Shinjuku to be more accurate. Yeah, like people are, everything's animated way more realistically, like even more realistically than Port Royal. And not only that, but they have modern technology like cars and phones and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is everything that in our world, like realistic cities and human proportions, that's considered fiction in the Kingdom Hearts universe. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the Disney shit and Final Fantasy fan service, that's reality, apparently. <laughs> Let that sink in, people. <laughs> but no, after that narration, we cut to an apartment building, and inside the living room, we get to see Sora, who's looking a lot more realistic than usual, just chilling on his couch. 
my eyes widened when we first got that full shot of Sora. I was like, oh my god, what did they do to Sora? He looks so clean. <laughs> so again, because this is the like a more realistic world, he looks way more like a real human being. And not only that, I don't know if this is just me, Eric, but I feel like he looks older. Yeah, I was about to say, not only does he look older, but he looks very similar to Yazora, who's the main protagonist of the Baron Rex video game from the Toy Box world, aka the Toy Story world. I still can't believe that. The future of Kingdom Hearts is the video game that Rex was playing in Toy Story in Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> so Sora wakes up, and now comes a girl named Strelitzia, and I was like, who the hell is this? But after doing some research before this episode, apparently she was from Union Cross and she was one of the new foretellers or like the new Keyblade wielders that were supposed to be the next group of foretellers or some shit like that. But mm. she disappeared after she was chosen and nobody knew what the hell happened to her. Well, I guess this trailer kind of confirmed it. She ended up in Quadratum somehow. <laughs> oh my god, Namora, what are you doing? <laughs> ben, right the hell out of nowhere. A giant heartless shows up, the dark side to be more accurate, looking a lot more menacing than usual, absorbing innocent bystanders, and Sora being Sora springs into action, and we get to see some very impressive gameplay. Like, oh my god. Yeah, this is no more like either fly at the monster or jump at the monster. This is fully platforming your way to the monster on cars, grappling, jumping, running through shattered building remains. Yeah. It's so crazy. Regardless of what you think of it, you can't deny how freaking beautiful that gameplay was. If this is only a glimpse of what we're going to see in the final project, then we're definitely in for a real treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, right before Sora can defeat the dark side, we get to see Lushu slash Sigbart, and the Master of Masters make a comment saying like, oh, once you step forward into this world, there's no going back to whence you come from. So yeah, mm. Sora's ass is stuck in reality, just like we are, Sally. <laughs> yes, the stakes are high right now. It, it really seems to be like, oh yeah, this is it, Sora. You made the ultimate sacrifice, and there's no one doing it, at least for the time being. Because we all know somewhere down the line, he's going to be reunited with his friends again. Although, who knows what's actually going to happen, I guess. At the very end of the trailer, we get to see the boys, Donald and Goofy, walk through a dark alleyway or some shit like that, looking for somebody. Now, at first, eh, makes sense. They're looking for Sora. Who else could they be looking for? Until you see a blue flame and somebody blasting fire at them at the very end. And I was like, holy shit, is that Hades? What the hell is Hades doing here? I'm glad I was not the only one who thought that was Hades. So it got me thinking, are Donald and Goofy looking for Hades to help him out? So I think they say something like, oh, you know, he'll have to, like, we can find him, he'll help us. And I actually did see the blue flame and my mind went straight to Hades. So I thought they were going to go try to find Hades because they know Hades is, like, in charge of the afterlife to try to find him to help them find Sora, which I don't know. That is kind of crazy. If it's true, it might oh not. It, God, might be a, it might be some new character that uses blue fire, but like still, that would be really cool. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a new original character, but all the signs are there. I'm pretty sure that's Hades. <laughs> and the more I think about it, it does make sense. Like you said, Hades is in charge of the afterlife, so it will make sense for him to figure out maybe he has some sort of power to bring back Sora. I mean, look what he did with Orin in Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm -hmm. We both made comments saying about, oh, why does Nomura keep bringing back Olympus? Well, I said, it's because Nomura loves Hades, simple as that. And you made a comment saying that, oh, why does he just bring back Hades and make him integral to the overarching plot? 
but mm. oh my god, Matt, <laughs> you're once again 100% right. I hope so. <laughs> I hope this is Hades we're talking about here. There's actually one thing I'm a little bit confused about, and that is Hades doesn't give two shits about the overarching plot. Because when you really think about it, in Kingdom Hearts 3, he's like, yeah, I'm tired of the Heartless. I'm just sticking with my original plan from the movie or something like that. <laughs> so do you really think he's going to give two shits about Sora being lost in reality? Well, who knows? They could be going to him out of desperation and he might literally laugh at them and be like, yeah, I'm not helping you. Get the hell out of here. Literally, get the hell out of hell. Ah, get the hell out of hell. But this ending does bring something interesting that I'm wondering about now. Is this going to be parallel gameplay? Are we going to have segments where we play as Sora in reality and then either Donald and Goofy by themselves or Donald and Goofy with some other traveler in the world we know more? Or is the Donald and Goofy stuff just going to be cutscenes and we don't play about it at all and it's just all Sora that we play as? I don't know. But clearly the door's open that we're going to get some interaction with the normal traditional Kingdom Hearts worlds. Yeah, Let's break down the main open room, the Disney World. It's like you said, we have no idea what the setting or how the game itself is going to play out in this scenario. Because, like, according to information I found, apparently Quadratum is supposed to be huge. Like, this huge, massive, open-world, reality-based universe or something. It leads me to believe that either, A, the entirety of Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to take place in Quadratum, and all the worlds that we're going to visit are within Quadratum's boundaries. And what Disney properties they're going to do? Well, since they're going for more a realistic approach, it's very possible that they might cover the live-action Disney movies, which I'm very fearful towards. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I don't like the idea, but it makes sense in the grand scheme of things. See, my mind goes more to there's actually going to be a split story where we have Sora in, what did you say, Quadratus it's called? Quadratum. Quadrat yeah, Quadratum. We have Sora in Quadratum in one part of the story, and that's the main stuff. And then we cut every so often to, again, I don't think they're just going to have you be Donald and Goofy. Like, I feel like Donald and Goofy always go with somebody else, uh, which is usually Sora, but we don't have Sora, so maybe Riku or I don't know. Or there's going to be somebody else, and I feel like that's going to be the Disney part of the story. Like, I don't know. I can't see Sora at any point going to Disney World, even if they are realistic. I don't know. That could just be... I, we could totally, I could totally be wrong, but we're going to have to see. Um, yeah, that was actually theory number two, or theory B in this case, because for some <laughs> reason I said A instead of one. <laughs> Whatever, mathematics. But <laughs> I'll move on to theory C. And that is, what if Quadratum in its entirety is just the tutorial world? It almost be like Roxas's prologue in Kmart 2 where we live out stays in Quadratum, and then every so often we cut to Donald and Goopy finding clues on how to get to Sora. Yeah, I was thinking something like that. And then at the very last day, they find Sora, and then we get a traditional Kingdom Hearts game. You know, they travel to different planets based off Disney properties, fight the Heartless, and then slowly get involved with the overarching plot. I wonder, though. I'm not entirely convinced that Sora's gonna get out of Quadratum by the end of this game because this is setting up a whole arc like the Lost Masters arc so I wonder if a lot of the Lost Masters arc is gonna take place in Quadratum uh, I, I don't know I could be wrong that's the thing so many questions but not enough answers and that's more specialty <laughs> Although I do hope we will get answers eventually. Uh, this is just the first trailer. It's the reveal trailer. And we'll probably have plenty of more trailers. That leads me to an interesting question. When do you think this game's coming out? Based on how much involvement or how much work they put into this trailer, it's possible that this game is halfway near complete, or at least I want to say 30 or 40%, something like that. <laughs> so I'm guessing sometime in 2023, maybe early 2024, <laughs> it's funny the top or one of the top comments on the trailer that i saw 
was like, woo, yeah, I can't wait to play this in 2030. I mean, <laughs> the guy's not wrong. I mean, we waited, what, five, six years for Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> I don't think it's going to take that long, but, no. <laughs> you know, obviously the game looks good, but we know it could be better. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to put more effort and more time into a game than not. I mean, personally, I was hoping for a late 2022 release, but realistically, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, if they haven't even given us any sort of release date yet, and this is the first we're ever even hearing of the game, I feel like it's not likely. But you never know, I guess. I mean, Melody and Memory released within 2020, but then again, that was just merely a side game, or whatever you want to call it. This is a main series Kingdom Hearts game, so obviously they're going to put more effort into this. Unless they want to do it twenty like the tw- during the technical year of the 20th anniversary. But even then, we have... We got to worry about rushing uh, with that because we all remember when Sega wanted Sonic 06 out the same year as Sonic's anniversary, so they rushed it. Although, as we both know, you did not personally dislike that game that much, so that's a topic for another episode. Yeah, why should we spoil Kingdom Hearts by talking about Sonic? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, I'm just very curious about the Disney aspect. I mean, it's like you said before, it's possible that all the Disney shit could happen in the form of Donald Goofy. Like, what are they doing while Source traversing through Quadratum? But I was looking at the trailer again and thinking about the realistic Disney properties. There is one thing that caught my eye. In the forest section, we get to see a robotic lake. It looks like the lake of an ATSD robot walker from Star Wars. Oh my god. So this got me thinking, did they soft confirm Star Wars for Kingdom Hearts? I think my brain would explode at that point. <laughs> I mean, Nomura did say that he wants to put Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts eventually. This might be it. What's the expression I'm looking for? I feel like the genie's out of the bottle. That's it. The genie's out of the bottle now since Kingdom Hearts 3 gave us Pixar Worlds, which is the first time we've ever seen worlds of stuff that was not originally owned by Disney. So, again, the genie's out of the bottle. We can really do that with other stuff now. That It's not out of the question to say, oh, what about Marvel? What about Star Wars? There's even an off chance that one day they'll be like Simpsons and Family Guy, although I highly doubt it. It's possible. This definitely opens up the door to more possibilities. If they're not going to do live-action Disney movies, they might as well do properties that are owned by Disney, and Star Wars and Marvel are the perfect candidates. Yeah. Hell, we might even get multiple Marvel worlds, like, Who's to say? We might get a Guardians world and an Avengers world in the same game. You never know. Yeah, it's true. No, I'm just thinking about realistic Sora side by side with a photorealistic Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, that would be so creepy, but awesome at the same time. Yeah, and then we can say officially that there's a fictional character who's met Luke Skywalker, Woody from Toy Story, and like Aladdin and Belle from Beauty and the Beast, Snow White. Like, wh- what? It's nuts. It is, but what other live-action Disney movies could they possibly put in a game like this? I, I don't know. Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, Chronicles of Narnia. That would be cool, but... Yeah, that's a pretty big IP. I mean, uh, what other stuff do they own that's live-action? Oh my god, Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they own the film rights to that now. It's possible. <laughs> Watching Kingdom Hearts 4, Sora actually gives Greg legit advice on how to become a good friend, and Greg's like, <laughs> And what do you know? You're not a kid like me. Dude, we get a heartless version of the cheese. (laughs) Roger gets corrupted by the master of masters. (laughs) 
Roderick joins Organization 13. No, Organization 13 is irrelevant. He joins the new group of four sellers. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yeah, I, I, I can see this now. The Master of Masters did what Maleficent did in Kingdom Hearts 1, where she has this whole group of Disney villains. <laughs> except, except he has a group of all these evilish characters from all these properties owned by Disney. Yeah, Thanos, uh, Darth Vader, um, we have Rod- Roderick. Um, <laughs> we have the evil banker from Mary Poppins. Yup. Yup. <laughs> the evil banker. Oh my god, all-star team right there. All-star. Honestly, I'm speechless. Yeah. Uh, but I am really excited for this game. I mean, I'm a diehard Kingdom Hearts fan. I've been following the series since I was freaking four years old. I'm 24 now, so that says a lot. Oh my gosh, yeah. Where does the time go? And I started streaming Kingdom Hearts on Twitch, so this was perfect timing. Oh yeah. You think when you get the game, are you gonna the first time you play it, you're gonna do it on Twitch? Most likely. That's gonna be pretty cool. I love the idea of playing a game for the first time on like and letting other people watch. I might do that with Scarlet and Violet too, but Ooh. We'll just have to see what the future unholds. It's true. But yeah, overall, I'm very excited for Kingdom Hearts 4. Like, literally, talking about it now, it's like, I still can't believe it's happening. When is this game coming out? <laughs> yeah, I don't what know. the hell is going on? And I don't mean, like, metaphorically. I mean, literally, both in terms of what's going on in the actual story and what's going on in reality. Well, that can mean two things, because reality is different in the Kingdom Hearts universe. Oh, my God. Look what this series has done to me, Matt. <laughs> Making me more philosophical than I already am. But, yeah, those are my final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts? Thinking about it, it's been a while. I mean, I, I think we started playing around, like, what, 2014, probably? Yeah. 20, 2013, 2014. Maybe even 2012, in which case, it's almost 10 years I've been, I've known to some extent about this franchise, and that's kind of crazy. And I remember the hype of Kingdom Hearts 3, although I didn't really get to live it from the start. So this is kind of the first big series title where I'm I'm here on day one on the reveal trailer day as a member of this fan base, like excitedly waiting for what's coming. Um, and so that's really cool, and I'm I'm excited to see what it has in store, and I'm excited for us to get to play it and and watch it and see and talk about it. You should join me on my stream when I do it in the future, like because I forced you into this journey with me. <laughs> And we're going to end this journey together one way or another. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Hopefully that is able to happen before 2024. <laughs> but anyway, what about all you people listening right now? What are your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 4? Are you excited for it? Are you cautiously optimistic? Are you more mindfucked than you ever were before? Let us know in our Discord server. A link will be provided, as always, along with the link to our Instagram page. Also, let us know what you want to see in it. We're talking about, like, what we want to see in the game. I'm, I'm curious to know what other Kingdom Hearts fans want to say. So let us know that in the Discord as well. We can't be the only ones that want to see Diary from Wimpy Kid in Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> we can't be the only ones who want to see Thanos and Roderick on the same team. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continue to support us on all major listening platforms, such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you're using right now. And be sure to recommend us to your friends and family members, especially any Kingdom Hearts fans you know, in case they haven't already heard of the Kingdom Hearts 4 reveal. And if you want more geeky content, head over to Twitch and check out Keith at Nuclear Bacons, Nick at CryptoLock Games, our secret fifth member Tyler at Carabite, and of course, yours truly, Eric, at E-Man the Legendary. But more importantly, stay true to your geek selves, and may your hearts be your guiding keys. 